pubescent Peter Parker makes Spider-Man Far From Home a swinging success. Post-Avengers Endgame, we find ourselves back in Queens, New York. The students of Midtown High, Peter Parker's high school, have used Comic Sans and unlicensed Getty images to construct an in-memoriam, which will alert anyone who missed Endgame to the fact that Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, and a handful of other Avengers are now dead. Their deaths have left Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, and his stoic offsider Maria, Kobe Smulders, scrambling to find replacement crime fighters. After witnessing the decimation of a city in Mexico, they turned to 16-year-old Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man, to fill the gap. But it would seem that Peter was hoping for a bit of a break from saving the world, and he has a vision of a far more mortal summer in mind. His class is heading on a European holiday. He wants to spend time with his best friend Ned, Jacob Batalon, and he has concocted a thoughtful plan to declare his love for his dream girl, MJ, the gloriously deadpan Zendaya. After all, superheroes need vacations too. But nothing is going right for poor Peter. Ned wants him to be his European bachelor wingman. His tall, dark and handsome classmate Brad, Remy Hill, is after MJ too and willing to play dirty to get her. And last but not least, it seems that a new breed of weather-based villains, called Elementals, is intent on following him across the globe and terrorising his classmates. He's helped by a high-tech pair of glasses bequeathed to him from Tony Stark and joined by Quentin Beck, Jake Gyllenhaal, a hero from a parallel universe who looks like a caped, cloudy crystal ball. Even so, can people-pleasing Peter Parker keep his identity hidden, save the world, and get the girl? It's a fun setup made especially funny by Holland's ability to seem naturally awkward. Holland is 23, but entirely credible as a teenager coming to terms with the death of his mentor and juggling high school with heroics. The supporting cast, Gyllenhaal and Favreau especially, are all strong, but Holland's more than capable of carrying the film. Not that it needs to be carried. Spider-Man Far From Home is rich with ideas. It's a part coming-of-age tale that teenagers navigating new responsibilities and relationships will identify with. But the story also lends itself to the broader struggle of finding work-life balance in adulthood. It's well-paced and never dull, with Parker almost always balancing multiple missions, and it throws in some plot twists for good measure. Without revealing any of those twists, there's one in particular that adds exciting depth to the action scenes, making them more interesting and less predictable than that of your typical Spider-Man or other action movie. Spider-Man Far From Home was given a smaller budget than its predecessor, Homecoming, and had less than half the budget of Endgame, but it's unlikely you'll notice it in the film CGI, which sucks you right into the scenes of European destruction and had people in the audience visibly wincing and reacting to the action. Creating a superhero story that every teenager can relate to, without excluding a wider audience, is a tall order, but Spider-Man Far From Home, with a huge helping hand from Tom Holland, manages to fill it. He holds his own as the reluctant leader and web-slinging hero who makes this instalment a humorous hit and swings his way right into a well-earned next sequel. Marvel fans will enjoy the addition of this light romp, which is a successful mesh of romance, action and comedy, to the Marvel comic universe. If you've missed any or all of the previous films, it's not a bad time to jump on the bandwagon. See it if you need a pick-me-up after Endgame or you find Tom Holland lovably relatable. Skip it if you can't stomach Samuel L. Jackson so soon after the new Shaft film or you've had your fill of comic book movies. It gets four stars out of five. Jump on over to the See It or Skip It Instagram page to let us know what you thought about this review and the film.